Uh, welcome back. It is our 8 o'clock hour, and it is uh, it's such an exciting week when the Philadelphia Eagles win a game handily the way they did against the Titans, and it makes it even more fun to talk to one of our heroes, Brendan Graham. The Brendan Graham call it is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Hi, Brandon. How are you today? Oh, man, you know I'm feeling good. Uh, we, we all out thanks to you guys. Uh, what do you think about that win Sunday? What did you take away from that victory, Brendan? Uh, you know what I took. Um, what I took away from it was, you know, that we can do it. We can, we can, uh, we can definitely shut that run down up front because uh, we went against one of the premier running teams, and you know, I just love that. Uh, you know, the attitude because that's what I felt was what what it was. It was the attitude to make sure that we accomplished that. And man, I just love just how we had a complete team win. That was the biggest thing. Uh, special teams showed up. Defense showed up in the run game and, of course, uh, all game. And then offense did exactly what they've been doing all year. And that's just A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. <laughs> no, it was, it was great. Brandon, I just, uh, you're on the field there. Um, was Derrick Henry getting discouraged since he only had 30 yards at 2.7 yards per carry? Could you see him get? There was no place for him to run. Um, You, you know what? Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, Hello? yeah. Hello? Yes, we heard you. Go right ahead. There we go. There we go. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? He did a good job of not showing it as much because, you know, I've seen some people get discouraged, and you can you can definitely see it on the field because of how they're talking to other teammates. But, I mean, I think he did a good job of, not, of hiding it, I okay. would say. But I know that, uh, of course, uh, that I know on the inside he probably was discouraged because, you know, knowing what he knew against uh, our defense and what we've been showing up to this point, uh, giving up running game and, you know, just letting running backs just kind of, you know, not saying do what they want to do, but just, you know, we just wasn't uh, as sound as we was uh, uh, Sunday. Yeah. Now, here's here's what I want to know, because you guys brought in these two big defensive tackles, Sue and Joseph, and mm-hmm. that has meant fewer snaps for guys like you and Fletcher Cox and the other people, but the production you have done is even better than with more snaps. What impact does it have on you, Brandon, to not be in the game quite as much as you used to be? You know what? Uh, that's that's a good that's a good one you just said because I talked to guys like you know Teron Jackson and all them guys like Pat Johnson and all them and just let them know like man, anytime you get an opportunity, it should be balls to the wall, go. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's that's my mindset. My mindset is. But every time I get an opportunity, I got a chance to make a, make big plays, uh, you know, and so it's got to have that mindset. So for me, coming off fresh, not having as many reps as I have uh, have had in previous years, I just feel like, you know, it's just a different mentality, even more other than just, you know, going out there trying to save yourself a little bit sometimes for that one play to come. Uh, I just think that I'm just taking that mindset, man, of just whenever coach put me in, I know I can change the game at any moment, so let's let's just keep that focus. Don't worry about what you can't control, and just keep it going. And so, uh, and then of course we win it too. So let's have fun doing that. You know what I'm saying? And so I look at it like, man, I'm the knockout when I come in. You know, uh, coach, whenever coach put me in, I'm gonna come in and give him my best shot, and hopefully it's a knockout. Well, Brandon, I got some numbers that indicate that it's working out fantastically for you. Pro football focus breaks down every single play of every game. And they say you are having a phenomenal year. You are sixth amongst all the edge rushers. You're there with Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, 
Bryce Huff, Max Crosby, and Nick Bosa, and you're 12th of all defensive players per snap league-wide, right? Uh, are you aware of these numbers? Are you aware of how how effective you've been when you're on the field? You know what? I mean, I, I've been feeling good on my rushes and feeling good whenever I've, I've been in. But, you know, I always uh, look at that type of stuff at the end of the year or, you know, like or I hear about it like with stuff like this. You know, mostly – you know, I'm just trying to make sure I'm doing my job the best I can and making sure I come to practice ready to go because I know that's what's been helping me, uh, practicing hard and just my experience of knowing uh, what's coming uh, from, you know, just playing these teams over and over, especially this week against the Giants, you know. Uh, we know them. They know us. It's just all about the want-to. Who's going to want it more uh, that game? And um, and I just, I just know for me, man, it's an attitude. It's an attitude to try to be your best. And so, man, with me, if, if anything, not playing as many snaps, it made me hungrier because I know I can play a lot more snaps, but it's all good because it's been working well for me uh, with the snaps I have been getting. So, you know, I, I just look at it like, man, I'm just being the best team player I can be uh, and just making sure that I'm uh, encouraging and helping others uh, as I go because I know we need everybody. Well, here's what I know. If it's a big play in the game, Brandon Graham will be on the field. I'm positive of that. Brandon. I'm upset about something. I know it came came up on your show last night, and I'm even more upset now. All right? So ESPN has an analytics department, and they crunch some numbers, and they indicate that the Cowboys have a significantly better chance to win the Super Bowl, to get to it and win it, than the Eagles, though, even though you guys have a two games better record at 11-1. and I'm frustrated by that. Are you? It doesn't seem you're getting the respect you've earned. Hey, man, we might have to pull them dog masks back out because, you know, I, I love it. Keep it like that because we know it's America's team, man. It's a little it's a little analytics and it's a little bias because whoever was running the analytics saying, man, my, my, my Cowboys, just a year. <laughs> so, you're you're so, all you right know. with this. It, it's not bothering you. It's not bothering me one bit, man, because I look at it like this. Whoever's running it, got to be a Cowboys fan, and they just, you know, show you by where they put the Eagles every time, even though the Eagles got the best record in the, in, uh, in the league. But it's cool, though, because records don't mean anything, because at the end of the day, we go all this, and then all, you know what could really happen. So I'll just focus on one week at a time, making sure that when that time do come, when we got to really have it, we have it. And, you know, not focus on what we can't control. I'm going to leave that to you, let you be mad about it. But we're going we gonna to have the last say, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, down the line where – you know, we gonna say what what they say. You know what I'm saying? And so oh, we gonna have they, a, a they said moment. Cowboys are fifty fifty <laughs> to go to the Super Bowl, and they got a thirty percent chance to win it. And you guys had thirty percent to go and like fifteen to win it, and that's ridiculous. I'm hey, watching well, I, the games. You guys are playing great. Hey man, well we got to keep it up. That's why we got to mm-hmm. make it make this more keep us more hungry. By what they saying, hearing that, and now I'm I'm, I'm ready to get back to work, man. Because it ain't good enough. It ain't good enough, then. Okay, well let's go. Let's go back to work. All right, one more then. Now you're going up to a place you've played many times, the Meadowlands, Brandon. What's it like? Do you like it up there? You know what? It's it's, it's cool. I like it up there. You know, I like uh, going in our backyard. You know, and and going to try to get a win out in, in our backyard. <laughs> so you okay. know, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, you know, to play the Giants, it's always fun, um, you know, playing them NFC East games because we know it's going to be a physical game. We know it's going to be extra hype. 
Um, I'm surprised they didn't flex this one uh, to a late one because of you know how we've been doing both both teams doing in the in the year. But at the end of the day, I love the one o'clock, get it out yeah. of the way, mm. and get started. I love it. Well, I just uh, do you. I, I just want. I think I'm going to stop playing this song again if it's okay with you, Brandon, because you're not getting respect. And uh, Jason Kelsey, remember this song here. No one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes us. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back out. Bring it back. I love it, Brandon. Thank you as always. Thank you for that great way to keep up the terrific work. Thanks, Brandon. Oh, man, you know this is the best I done heard you, man. I love it. I got to keep it going. I'm 11 and 1, Brandon. This is life. Please keep it going. Thank you, Brandon. I got you. All, right. All right. This Brent, is life. You are not 11 and 1. Uh, I feel I'm 11 and 1. I do know this. I got a guy in the studio. I'm going to bring him up in a few minutes who lives in Boston, all right? And he sent me a tape, Brent, of uh, he found an Eagles bar. Not Boston College okay. Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles bar near Faneuil Hall, right in the middle of oh, Boston. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Oh, uh, Rhea, you should hear the people. They're insane for our Eagles. They That's love awesome. it. And I'm going to bring him in because this guy lives in Boston now, but he hates it. And, he's, <laughs> and he would like he to come it. back because he thinks the people are stupid. And he's correct. <laughs> I'm not. I may have. Well, you know, I may have put too many. Why Al's not here today? Uh, causing a problem. For no, that I man. wish Al Sounded were about here. Right. I wish Al were here. Do you like Boston, Johnson? No, not at all. Not at all. No, what, no. What, what I, do you like about? I, I hate the the drive up there is an absolute oh, nightmare. Connecticut. I'm just. I don't like Boston. Just the whole vibe. I don't like the people there. They're you tough. Know, They're tough I, people. You. That's what like, they are. They're very like tough. Them, yeah. I have a motto for Connecticut because I've driven through it many times. Connecticut. Why? <laughs> that's just that's, wrong. That's their new slogan. <laughs> what is it there for? Why? Why? You're there all the time, right, John? No, it used to be. Yeah, it used to be. Why? Yeah, no. It's there's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's a there. great question. That really is. One word <laughs> motto. You just park on the side of the highway there. Everyone's no, stopped. It is. There's it's traffic a, everywhere. It's awful. It's a really good question. There is no good reason for Connecticut. Why? Let's go to Jeff and Camden. Hi, Jeff. How you doing, Angelo? How are you, pal? Doing good, my man. Doing good. Can you hear me? I don't know what's going on, Jeff. I got to put you back on hold. There's all sorts of stuff going on in the background. Let me try LeBert. Joe, see what's going on with Jeff. Hi, LeBert. Hey, good morning. Good morning, team. What are you feeling this morning, LeBert? Uh, three words for you, Angelo. Three words. The boogeyman, the boogeyman, the boogeyman. We got Trey Turner. He's scary on all facets of the game. He's scary, and we got him. He's excited. Uh, LeVert, here's the thing. Um, I was working on your math, and if you say the boogeyman three, three times, that's six words. So you, okay, well, you, you well, need well, your own appear. analytics department. <laughs> well, he'll appear anyway, and he has appeared. <laughs> All right, LeVert, are you thrilled with this move? And did you hear Ben Davis? Because Ben Davis, wow, he really started out. He's looking at it this way. He thinks Turner's going to be at short. They're re-signing Segura to play third. They're moving Bohm to first. And they're unloading Reese Hoskins. Are you okay what, with that? What took so long? <laughs> It's a cold okay. city. It's a cold. Listen, That's listen. cold. That's cold. But being serious, being serious, I yep. got two other 
two other things. Right. Last last week when I called in, I talked about Covey and just like Connecticut. Why? Yeah. And he must he must have heard it because he he came to life this week. I was amazed. I don't uh, get that. I'm not sure how I, all that happened. I think they opened up some space for him finally right. to Why? run a little bit. What I, did it? They they made some adjustments on that special teams. There was room yes, to run for was, a change. Yeah. Now here's the yes, thing. According to Merrill, Merrill's done some study on this, and in college, Covey was really yeah, a good returner. I heard that. And I had seen no evidence of it until he got going, but you could see he picks up speed. Now he's hitting holes. He's getting through there quickly. They just weren't giving him any place to go. Yeah, that's what it must be. All right, I got to say this, man. If they get some help from special teams with the way Hurts is playing and that offense is rolling, short fields, can you imagine how many points they can put up? Ah! Well, well, Christmas – my gift is you already know. All right, Levert, give me a funny cowboy. woman. Give me a funny woman. Okay. This one, Angelo, I went old school last week and you weren't there. You'll notice. Mom's Mabley. Mom's Mabley are very familiar with you. Are very he cute. went old school last week, Angelo, with Al and no. said Red Skelton, and Al had no idea who Red it was. Red Skelton was hilarious, and Mom's <laughs> Mabley was phenomenal, and she used to wear this really weird hat, and she was hilarious. Where would you why, see her? Why would I know her? You would see her in the entertainment field on television back in the 50s and early 60s. <laughs> oh, my God. So I never Come saw on. Her. Well, there's not a lot no. of people walking around who are called moms these days. It's different. That's true, yeah. But she was terrific. 215-592-949. We come back. A big moment in the show has arrived. All right, welcome back at 823. Ava's here with our question. We got a new one, too. Ava, final results, first one. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. How do you feel about the Phil signing shortstop Trey Turner? 87% are thrilled. They seem enthusiastic. Yes. As they should be. Third, 300 million, 11 years. Hey, it's not my money. Exactly. Question two. Should the Sixers fire Doc Rivers? Yes or no? All right. Yes or no. We will not go around the horn on this yet because we want to hear the argument of Mr. John Johnson. But before we do that, John, last night was an unfortunate loss. It was their third consecutive loss, but only uh, the second since the two scheduled losses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah perfect. And this one was in use. The use was six and seventeen. Worst Going team in the in. West. James Harden came back, and they still lost in double overtime. Thirty-four personal fouls in the game. Here's Doc Rivers after the loss. Yeah, we lost the game. That disappointed me. Um, we fouled the entire game. Uh, just bad, undisciplined fouls. I don't know how many times we fouled a three-point shooter. I don't know how many times you can foul a three-point shooter in the game. Whatever it was, we did that. Uh, they looked us in the eye, beat us off the dribble the entire night. Uh, we were late to help. And number one, we just got to stop getting beat the entire game. So, you know, defensively, um, I thought we were not at our best tonight, clearly. How uh, I many more offensive rebounds, back cuts uh, we gave up tonight? That hurt us. Um, and then down the stretch, offensively, I just didn't think we made the right plays. What was your first guess? You weren't great defensively. 132 points? <laughs> that was a hint. Johnson, your views. I am so sick and tired of the nonsensical excuses by a head coach who doesn't actually coach his team, who harkens back to 
15 years ago when a team with three Hall of Famers won a championship that happened to have a coach by the name of Doc Rivers who really played little factor in it all. Uh, the most overrated coach possibly in the history of the NBA. Every coach has a shelf life. His was six months after he was hired. I'm so done with Doc Rivers. I, I did. You, do you want me to keep going? Do, no, would you I like just, me to keep going? Give, wait, you know what? Let I me keep going. Me that, uh, Johnson, here's the thing. Yeah, he yeah, said yeah. they were undisciplined. Yes. He said, Isn't that coaching? That's coaching. I, I, no, no. Hold on. We know what I can't stand in sports or life. It's that? something, regardless of your talent level, you can control. Yeah. Effort. Effort. This 76ers team goes into each and every game, strolling into arenas with chest out, thinking they've won something they haven't. There is no bowing and kissing any ring. And that includes the head freaking coach, who hasn't won squat in 15 years. And that's how you can go into Houston, face the worst team in the West, and lose in double overtime. What was Doc Rivers thinking? James Harden. He's been out a month. Oh, this is good. James Harden comes back a month. Oh, we're going to have him on a minute restriction, as you should. He played 38 minutes. At halftime, he had no legs. Let that sink in. The man had not played for one month. What was the nature of his injury, Johnson? Uh, It was a quad or foot. Some of his foot. It was in his first game back, 38 minutes. He had I no. Mean, that and, is ridiculous. He had no legs in the second half, and this None. is what made this is what made it worse. You're in the fourth quarter. You're like you played like crap through three, but you're playing a six-win team. You put it all together in the final six minutes. You'll come out with an ugly victory. He is putting together these offensive sets. Doc Rivers, uh, James, just bring the ball up. You guys will figure it out. <laughs> so James, uh, 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 James Harden's bringing the ball up half court. He stands there, dribble. Dribble, 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 dribble. Fat, fat, fat. Uh, fat. Uh, dribble, uh, dribble, dribble, dribble. Fat, fat, fat. And then fat. he did one of two things. He put up an ill-advised shot, which looked horrible. Yeah. Or, Joel, just, just stand there. I'll get you the ball somehow. Everybody knows the ball's going to Joel. So it's easy to defend. There's no effort. They're completely undisciplined. Somebody has to pay the price. A message has to be sent. you got to fire this guy. There you have it from John Johnson. He has seen enough of Doc Rivers. And I got news for you. Joel Embiid is not absolved from blame. You you can look at his stat line and say, oh, he put up 39 points. What are you complaining about? He is such a lazy player at times. He costs his own team games because he doesn't want to put in the effort to fight in the post. So he stands there, takes these ill-advised, off-balance shots. Oh, what do you want me to do? I'm the only guy shooting the ball. Get in the damn post. Johnson. Yep. That's enough. I, I believe, Johnson, you, God. Have, you have made a very clear case against Do you want Mr. me to keep Dunn. going? No, no. no. I, 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 at this point, I'm worried for your health. I think you might lazy. have a stroke. Lazy, I keep, lazy I want to keep Doc now <laughs> after this. <laughs> Suck I'm it, convinced Jonesy. I want Doc. I, Suck I, it. I do feel kind yeah. of sorry for him no, after no, that. No, no, you're bad. I'm keeping Doc now. All right. Uh, uh, Jeff is up Loser. from Camden. We think we have cleared his line. Hi, Jeff. What's going on there? Oh, uh, much better. Jeff, what do you want to say today? Oh man, I feel I feel the I feel the pain of Darth Vader. Yeah, I feel Vader's pain right now. I am offended what they put on the court last night. I'm, I'm so upset. I've been texting everybody that that's not. Oh yeah, I, I get uh I get people upset too. I, I text and call at odd hours when I get upset, and the Sixers upset me. So now people around me are upset because of this. Man, uh, you know, look, man, what what I saw out in the court that, that that's not my Sixers. 
and he can blame he can blame Joel Embiid, but he checked out. He mentally checked out. That was a nonchalant, almost forty points. And you know why he mentally checked out? You know why he's throwing jump passes for no apparent reason? And the commentators are baffled. They're like, he threw a jump pass. I have no idea why. I'm sitting there watching Montrez Harrell not in the game. That's Doc Rivers. That's Doc Rivers. That's all Doc Rivers. These things because I saw Montrez Harrell be dominant while Joel was out. Not pretty good, but dominant. And then he's just sitting there. And, and, uh, no, no, yeah. Ange, I was going to say, and I know Jeff feels this way, at a certain point, yeah. the Eagles season will come to an end. We hope yeah. at the top of the mountain. The Phillies mm. will be waiting for them to start. The Sixers mm. will take center stage. The season will be lost if they don't do something soon. I got you. All I'm saying is, if, if all those other games were scheduled losses and you were playing a team that was 10 games under five hundred. Wasn't that a scheduled win? It was, yes. yeah. It was. That wasn't supposed to play out the it way it did. It didn't turn out that yeah. way. Houston's yeah. trying to lose. Give me a funny woman. I've got the black Jalen Hurts jersey that everybody's trying to get and can't. They're back order. What do you got? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany oh, Haddish yeah. is excellent. On the lie with us is one of the finest council people we ever had in this city. My friend, Al Taubenberger. Hi, Al. <laughs> Angelo, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Al. Did you like that move for Trey Turner? I did. I think I think that will cement a very, very, very strong team. I actually love the way you did that role play. Yeah, I'm good um, at it. I, I, I thought you were very, very, very good. It made me laugh. I couldn't stop laughing, actually. Well, Al, here's the thing. I was actually auditioning so that I could be part of your next political campaign because I'm going to have some well, time. I think you will, but maybe maybe we ought to make a show or some sort of thing. Maybe we're, we're cutting this uh, too short. Yeah, yeah, I want you to be involved yeah. in everything that I do. I'll be honest, Al. I want you to be the mayor. I don't even want council anymore. We need you in a higher <laughs> office. And I, I, I will have lots of time to dedicate to the campaign of Mr. Al Taubenberger, my favorite local politician of all well, time. We'll certainly talk, and I, I listen, I, just so you know, I did run for mayor. You missed it. Maybe uh, having you with me would make a great uh, Hello. difference. I think that was the missing link, Al. Oh, yes. You got my well vote. Be. Hey, Al, I got, I got to ask you about the Eagles, because I know you're a big Eagle fan. 11-1. Absolutely. And one. Watch them every Sunday. Al, how great is 11-1? and one. How great is that? I think, if you want my opinion, yep. this is the best Eagles team to take the field in my lifetime. And I'm oh. not young. I'm 70 year, almost 70 years old. Wow. Whoa, this is profound. You're telling me this is the best one you've seen. Yes, correct. They have it all. You know, and, and, and listening, uh, you know, to Brandon Graham on the line and, and seeing him play, this team is deep. This is a great, great team. I loved it. Al Taubenberger, do not be a stranger. I love talking with you. Same here. Be well. All right. And Rhea, although I got no praise from the people present yes. in the show, yes. he liked my acting. Uh, maybe that's a direction I steer this thing in afterwards. Absolutely. What kind of role would suit you? <laughs> You're talking to me? Yeah. You? Talking to me? See, that, the narrow thing. See how uncomfortable Johnson got? <laughs> he could never do this. Like, he just can't even this act. Is horrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Uh, Chuck is on the line for Cherry Hill. Hi, Chuck. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I can't. I did an hour research on this, Angelo. Deep yep. dive, and you don't want to hear the stats because you don't like when I give you stats. But uh, there's nothing to support what ESPN is saying, especially so when you break everything out, it's pretty even. Philly's ahead of them, twenty-eight point two scoring. 
but they give that back on defense by a point. Point differentials close, but Dallas is marginally ahead. It's pretty even. But when you break the schedule out, you have to put the human element on top of the compilation. You got Philly is going to retain home field. And if they're saying that Dallas is going to come through Philly and beat Philly at Philly, that's ludicrous. That, uh, uh, that There's nothing to support what they're saying. I don't right. get it. How do they get, is there any way you nothing. could load into a computer numbers that would indicate that the yes. Cowboys they, have a 50-50 chance to yes. go to the Super yes. Bowl? Uh, I could give you that, but you already said you wouldn't want to sit alongside No, I just want to know, it is feasible that you could stick those numbers in a computer. If you take Prescott's improvement, he's come back, remember he missed games, and what Dallas has done in a progression of the last six games, if you do that analysis, Dallas comes out on top of the Eagles. But that's very technical. But they still are not going to have home field. That's no, and they, uh, I don't get, Chuck, I don't mind. like, do you enjoy, uh, you're a very number-oriented guy. Do you enjoy analytics? I love it from our business. At, yeah. at, well, we're a collection agency. So okay. everything we do is analytically driven, but we put, we have to, then my son Chad takes it and puts human element to oh. adjust it. So and right. that's the way it's got to be done. Uh, regarding Harper, if I could just chime in on that real quick. Yeah. Yeah, Harper at $27 million is currently 19th. So when Andy says it's nonsense, he's going to play at a discount for the next 10 years. Wow. But I think the Phillies will up his contract. I don't think they'll let that happen. Wait a minute. They're going to redo the contract I, to give I, him more than $330 million? They're not. If, they won't. If he stays at this level offensively. Oh, no. Okay, and listen, Trout's at 40. He's at 27. I can go on and on. At a All certain right. point, each year he plays, he'll be $15 million under his peer group. Now, I hear Jonesy saying they won't do it, but at a certain point... He won't, even, he won't even ask, Chuck. How That's the part about him. He, oh, he's he won't. He's is asked he, already. He's asked no, already. he won't. Oh, is he struggling oh, to pay his gas bill this no, month? No, it's not, it's not that. These guys, ego-wise, I mean, listen, wow. that's how they are. I mean, it's just right, how Chuck, they are. I need but, a funny woman. Who you got? Yeah, I'm, I, a lot of good ones have already been uh, you know, mentioned, but I want to go with uh, Berta from Two and a Half Men, the maid I thought she was. Oh, out. I did love her. All right, I can't remember her name, but she, big, heavy woman. Not, I can't say heavy. Uh, I, large didn't say, I didn't say it. She anything. likes when you refer to her that way. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And anymore. Shana Farrell? I just don't. When we come back, we are going to talk to this guy who went to a bar in Boston. You got to hear how loud they were cheering on the Eagles in Boston Sunday. And also, the guy who revealed the Trey Turner move to me, Kenny from the Dirty Thing. I did not get it from Rhea. I did not get it from my son. I did not get it on the internet. I got it. My phone tinkled, and it was Kenny from the Dirty Thing. I'm sorry, what? Spelt wrong. And when we come back, a Conklin classic, it's beginning to look a lot like unemployment. All right, 842. You know what I love? I love when we talk about Eagle fans traveling well. Yes. And what is really charming to me is when you live in another city and you love the Eagles and you can go to a bar with a bunch of like-minded drunks. Yes. And you will all sit there, get boozed up, and watch your team. Well, I got a guy, Justin, who is here. 
Just I, this has never happened in all the time we've offered visits to the studio. Justin and a friend came all the way here from Boston to sit in our studio. That's great. He flew here. Do you know what that cost, Jones? Yes, $189. <laughs> and he is here, and he had sent me video. Like, you live on our outside of Boston, Massachusetts? I live in New Hampshire. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even oh, worse. Even worse. Oh, God. my God. What a dump. I, and you <laughs> did, you grew up here. <laughs> Justin, you grew up here, right? I grew up in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, so All about right. an hour and a half from here. And Beautiful you have always place. been a sports fan of our team. Huge Philly fan. But you got a job, you had to leave. Had to leave. All right, so, but you still root hard for your local teams. Absolutely. All right, and you have a 12-year-old boy? I do, named Chase. Oh, that's oh. not right. Did you name him because of Utley? We did. <gasps> we did. Smart, nice. Smart move. All right, and do you, do you, uh, have you brought him up? That is a hotbed of Red Sox, Celtics, and Patriots fans. What teams does he root for? He cheers for the Eagles, the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Flyers, Ange. Very Ladies nice. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin is an aggressive parent. <laughs> I like that. I like it. That's a good job by you. Because that, oh, my God, the Red Sox fans up there, you want obnoxious humans. Those people are obnoxious. All right, so you decide, because the Eagles are going so well, you want to go to a bar to see the game on Sunday. Yeah, I go to a bar usually every Sunday because the Eagles are never on in New Hampshire, right? So you have to find somewhere to watch the game. So I'm like, Eagles fan bar near me. And the White Bull Tavern came up in Boston, and I said, "What the hell? Let's go down." You know, so right, set the scene. What was it like when you walked in? I I couldn't even believe it. I walked around the corner. It's right near Faneuil Hall, and you walk around the corner, and there's an Eagles blow up thing outside the bar, and you walk in, and there had to be three hundred people, Ange. Three hundred yeah. people. All and they were going wild for the birds. All going wild, Ange. All right, going we have wild. a little audio of this. This is where I think they might have been singing. Listen to this. <laughs> Wow, that's great! Like what was that at the end of the game? What was that? That was after the first touchdown. The the AJ Brown touchdown. Oh my God! They they do that after every after every touchdown. We sang the fight song five times. How great is that? Beautiful. So, what was the the mood of these uh, New Englanders about our football team? They don't like us, and we don't like them, Ange. So, yeah, after forty one thirty three, they don't have any space for the Eagles. This is beautiful things. I love this. And so now your son. I'm going to give you a shot because I love the video. We'll see if we can send the video. These people are, it's all green. All green. It's all eagles in right near Faneuil Hall. Rhea, do you know how upsetting this would be to Al? I know. I love it. Al, that's Al's hometown. Oh, yeah. And he has a contempt for each and every one of us. Correct. But even in Boston, there's a <laughs> subsection of people that love us. We should How send long did Ella. it take you to, to drive from New Hampshire to get there? It took about an hour, Rhea. Okay, an that's hour. not terrible. No. And your boy was with you? He was not with me on Because of the bar. You that's can't right. go in the bar. That's right. So I brought a few of my friends, and we had a great day. Oh, it was awesome. Is, that's we, great. What's the name of the bar again? It's called the White Bull Tavern. White Bull Tavern. If you're in Boston and you're trapped there when there's an Eagles game on, Go to the White Bull Cabinet. (laughs) There'd be no other reason you'd be in Boston. (laughs) Boston is a toilet. And we always say if you like cold weather, snow, high taxes, and bad traffic, move to Boston. Ladies and gentlemen, President of the Chamber of Commerce. That's beautiful. Justin, you're awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I just showed Justin before. 
I, I, Jonesy, I got uh, this uh, this text message from uh, Kenny from the Dirty Thirty, two forty four yesterday. Yes, I got the same See? one. Oh, you got yes. the same one. He is on the line right now, Kenny from the Dirty Thirty, who informed me of the signing of Trey Turner. Hi, Kenny. Well, Angel, you remember when we found out about Bryce Harper getting signed? I was in your bedroom with your wife. Oh, that's right, you were. What yeah. was going on there? It's a long story. <laughs> I don't yeah. No, know short. It's a short story. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, here's the problem I had when you did it. You spelled Trey wrong. It has a in it. That's that's the voice to text. I don't control what the little lady in my phone does. All right, fine. Don't be so lazy and text it out. How are you? Ex- are you excited about that move? I, I love it. I, I actually got the news from um, – um, I went to grad school in North Carolina State, and that's where Trey Turner went, and the North Carolina State Athletic Department sent it out. And I got oh. it ahead of other people, which was weird. Oh, that was good. I, now, I, another thing that affected my conversation today on the air, Kenny, was when I pointed out to you it was 11 years and $300 million, what did you say to me? It's not my money. Yeah, it's not. Why should we care how much they paid – we got the player. That's all that matters. Thank you, it's John Middleton. Irrelevant. Anybody who complains about the yeah. money, if we've learned anything from Howie Roseman, yep, money goes away, money comes. It's it's all a shell game. Don't worry about the money. No, we're not, Kenny. Thank you for helping me with that part of the story. What do you want to say about the birds today, Kenny? Listen, I one thing I know about ESPN, they're dying in ratings now because you know when they first came out, they were it, and now they're not it. And they also know Philadelphia real well. You throw garbage out like that, Philly fans will go nuts. They'll hit their Twitter accounts. They'll hit ESPN account. And it gets it gets them hits. And that's what they get judged by. Anytime a media per, national media person wants to uh, get some attention, just say something negative about Philly. And we come out of the woodwork and start swinging. But and it's I'm, still uh, upsetting to me that it's so dis- – are they watching the games? Do they care at all about their own credibility? I know they don't watch the games. I got I got friends across the country that, like Dallas fans, for example, saying, "Oh, you're only good because of, you know your schedule." I'm like, "You're playing the same damn schedule we are." It's very it's, true. Very true. They just want to come after us because they know that we'll react. Well, all right, we Kenny. Then I'm falling into we... the trap, but I'm I don't care. I'm reacting when no, somebody no. punches me in the mouth. I punch him back. Tell him, Jonesy. When, when did that start? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite thing about our fans, I love that, you know, we can diss ourselves. It, it, it's like a good Italian family. I mean, you know, brothers can fight, but someone else says something about them, and then the whole family comes out of the woodwork. I and like that. Kenny, we you're can- the man. Kenny, thank you for being the first to tell me that. Kenny, is uh, he's one of my reporters now. I, I, I got to play it because it's frustrating the hell out of me. I think I'm naming these people by Weasels of the Week. Mike Greenberg on the show Get Up. Greeny. Greeny is on the show, and he's (laughs) revealing the numbers created by the analytics department of ESPN. The Dallas Cowboys have the highest chance of any team in the entire National Football League to make the Super Bowl and to win the Super Bowl. They now have a 50-50 shot to get there and a 31% chance to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) That is according to our index. can we discuss how breathlessly happy he I know he is. He sounds deliriously oh, happy. Cowboys. Excuse me. The Eagles already played the Cowboys, beat them. Yes. The Eagles are 11 and 1. The Philadelphia Eagles have the MVP in the league in Jalen Hurts. How do you ever come up with that number? 
Fifty percent? I, I think they're trolling Stephen A. Smith. You do? Stephen, wow. I, you Stephen A. just kills the Cowboys every chance he gets. Yes. I hope Stephen A. comes back and gets I do, for too. Because it's frustrating the heck out of me. Bob is calling. Oh, my God. There's an Eagles bar in Houston? Hi, Bob. Hey, what's going on? There's an Eagles bar in Houston, too? Uh, yes. Uh, not as crazy as the one from Boston, but it's it's a real nice bar, and there's a lot of Eagles fans there, so it's really cool. All right. Are you calling me from Texas? I am. I live in Houston right now. I've been here for about a year and a half. Do you enjoy it? No. All right, good. <laughs> what, what made Dump. you What made you leave Philadelphia, Bob? Well, we just wanted to go somewhere, experience another place, but now we just can't wait to come back home. You know? All right. Are you, these, are you coming back? Here, you will yeah, be coming back? Yeah, probably about a year. Okay. Well, that's good. And there's a bar there. How many people, how many would you say Eagle fans are in that bar every week? Uh, maybe like 150, 200. That's good. That's really? a good that's number. Good. You know, you but we know also sing the fight song every time too. So, all right, Bob, I got to tell you. Uh, now I'm wondering. You know, be every the city has every big city Not has it. Dallas. I bet there is an Eagles bar in Dallas. All right, hold on. Yeah. Now you got me thinking uh-huh. about something. All right, let, if there is an Eagles bar in Dallas, that would be super yes, cool. Yes, it would be. There's no way yeah, you could have a Dallas bar in Philadelphia. I uh, would not surprise uh, me if there oh is one. No. Yeah, Lamont will know all about it. No, the, Rhea, yeah. that can't. Have you ever heard of that, Rhea? I know there's. Well, I know there's a Chiefs one in South Philly. I do know there are places. There are certain sports bars that are so big they have sections. Like that's where the Cleveland Browns fits. That's where the Cowboys fans. Fit. So there's not fights. Like they kind of section them out. Oh, they do. Because yeah. I, I would think if there was a Dallas one, it would be connected to a rehab center. There's a Probably. good chance <laughs> for the mentally disadvantaged. I just googled uh, Eagles bars in Dallas, and it, it came up top ten best Philadelphia Eagles bars in Dallas. Yeah, I'm looking at wow. it right now. Ten. Ten. No, there are multiple. Ah, Bobby, I need a funny woman like uh, Kirstie Alley. Who you got? Well, here, give me one second on that because I want to tell you something. There are Cowboy fans that walk into that Eagles bar every once in a while. And they get we boo the crap out of them. And I told them every time you wouldn't walk in here if you were in Philly. Oh, I that's guarantee. That's nice, Bob. In their own state, they get booed. That's beautiful. All right, give me a funny woman, Bob. Man, I don't really know. I'm gonna just have to go with my fiance. Your fiance. Oh, yeah, she is funny. I know she's funny. God, she's a riot. She will probably not win. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Joe Conklin over the years has come up with some brilliant, brilliant Christmas songs. And not like now where the unemployment rate is 3.7%. There were times when it was double that. And Joe went and he came up with this. Maybe not. All right, hold on. I was just told I had it, but I don't. Well, he's unemployed. I will have it in a minute. And uh, I will just wait for the cue on this. But Joe Conklin has done a whole bunch of these. Yes. But I guess he did not do the work of actually setting this one up. All right. Uh, I guess we'll wait until we come back then. Two one, we do have it now. We don't have it now. All right, go ahead, Joe. Are we on here? Okay. Uh, let me. You know, I just want, and I'll. Uh, you know, oh, it's beginning to look like unemployment, according to my chart. Jeffrey Laurie is shopping around soon. A new coach is coming to town. I'll take the Staten Island ferry when I depart. It's beginning to look like unemployment.
employment. Let me call time out. But the upside you're going to see is the partying there will be here without a doubt. They flash those hot movie lights and they shine off my head. The result is I sweat like a pig. I call a timeout, but then Randall has doubts. Now I'm stuck in a hole I didn't dig. And all the time I'm trying to think if I'll ever get another gig. It's beginning to look like unemployment without question. We are back. I miss Rich Kotite. Rhea, do you miss Kotite? Not at all. <laughs> the voice I do. Where is he? What is he know. doing? What is he doing? Where did he go? Uh, back to Long Island? He did commercials for a few years, and then that was the last anybody ever saw of him. <laughs> 215-592-9494. When we return, who better to put all these stories into perspective than one of the great columnists this city's ever had? Mike Sealski.